Welcome to Deke Geeks, the show where two dorks go through the Deke Entertainment back catalogue. I'm Mark. So I'm Avery. Steady over your words there. You're stumbling a little bit, eh? Eh? Hmm? Uh-huh. This episode's an interesting one. Sort of. In that we are looking at our first of the Sunday morning tunes. No? Sunday movie tunes. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I disagree with that name regardless. I think it was the Sunday movie tunes. How about we fucking look it up? I mean, I've got it on the screen here and I still am not 100% sure. The Nickelodeon Sunday movie tunes. Now, these were essentially one long season of made-for-TV movies. All of them animated and the vast majority of them either based on... Uh, something that Deke already had the license to, and presumably all of the um, developed designs for. Or, uh, in as in the case of this one, they produced something based on a public domain work. Now, in this episode, we are looking at a movie called Time Kid. I would just like to interject with a weird fact about the Sunday movie tunes. Okay. Is that they were produced for Nickelodeon. Hey, What? They were produced for Nickelodeon. Yes, I said it. The Nickelodeon Sunday movie tunes. Yeah, why are they Nickelodeons? I thought they had more quality control than to pick fucking Deke of all people. Well, I think Deke said we could fill up two hours a day for a uh, a considerable um, number of Sundays. And so you end up with the Sunday morning tunes. Man, one of these is fucking Sunday Inspector Gadgets. Tunes. One of these is Inspector Gadgets' last case, and I get the feeling that it's going to end up being really unsatisfying. Oh yeah, shall we actually mention these tunes rather than yeah, going straight okay. into it? I mean, we've got. Let's see, Sabrina Friends Forever, which is based on Sabrina the Animated Series, which we've previously covered. We've got Inspector Gadgets' last case. Uh, then we've got this uh, <clears throat> this episode's uh, movie, which is Time Kid, uh, which is a loose sort of uh, version of The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Uh, Dennis the Menace, Cruise Control, which is based on the Deke version of Dennis the Menace. Uh, the Archies and Jugman, which is based on the uh, Archie universe as seen in Archie's Weird Mysteries, which I'm very excited to get to, personally. Um, then there's one, the Dinosaur Island, which is based off The Lost World by Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, there's a number of ones which are just based off random public domain uh, books, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. Uh, My Fair Madeline, based on Madeline, go figure. Groove Squad, which is actually original for the uh, for the block. Yes, that was about uh, crime-fighting <clears throat> uh, superhero cheerleaders. Oh boy, <laughs> that one's going to be an experience. Uh, Treasure Island, based on Treasure Island. Uh, Christmas Carol, based on A Christmas Carol. Globe Hunters, Around the World in 80 Days Adventure. 
based on Around the World in 80 Days. Uh, the Amazing Zorro, based on Zorro, and Tooth... <laughs> the most interesting one of them. And 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which is based on 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So as you can see, only Time Kid got this weird name change. So Avery, what do you know, if anything, about the works of H.G. Wells? Uh, he made a couple of very, very popular, still popular now books, including... The one that's based off the time machine, but probably more known for uh, books such as The Invisible Man and the War of the Worlds. Um, but that's about it. I've not read any of his things, and this is, I think, probably the first thing I've seen that's actually based off him, not counting the uh, the Jeff, what's his name? Oh, Jeff Wayne's yeah, musical Jeff version of War of the Worlds. version of War of the Worlds, which is probably the first H.G. Wells-related media I've consumed. So you're seeing H.G. Wells through a very interesting uh, angle. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, now, in case people are listen- listening and wondering, oh, why don't I just go ahead and read the books, considering they are literally free, because they're in the public domain. Uh, one, my reading list is too big as it is. Two, I have been unable to finish a book since I was about maybe 13. <laughs> so <laughs> it is very rare for me to actually start and finish a book. That is why. So yeah, H.G. Wells is interesting. Sort of a on-and-off eugenicist. Uh, certainly didn't like the way that it was popularised. Uh, thought it could be done a much different way early on. Uh, eventually came to disregard all eugenics on the basis of it uh, contravening human rights. Uh but interestingly enough, um, the time machine is sort of an anti-eugenics screed. The, the The moral of the time machine is that if mankind is allowed to create a race of super elites, then eventually the super elites won't actually have to do anything. And so the people who care for the super elites will gain all of the power and eventually literally eat the rich a lot of that is lost in time kid just a bit interestingly it's replaced with um wells's other big interest which is all-out socialism this has to be one of the most openly socialist pieces of media i've seen in quite a while yeah i mean to call out the bullshit for the ending sequence it is basically socialism wins yeah it, it really really is even down to the fact that the moral of the story seems to be the rich elites are gits which yeah they are yeah rich elites uh portraying um tradition as being more important than the lives of the people around them are out and out the villains of this piece Mm. in multiple places Mm. Aside from that, there's not actually that much interesting about this. It tries. It really does try. It definitely tries. It does a lot better than uh, other adaptations we have seen. It gives it its best shot. But ultimately... Not that it actually succeeds in that best shot, but it gives it its best shot regardless. It has a bloody good go at it. Ultimately, there's too much wandering around in subterranean tunnels. Yeah, mostly, yeah. It's, um... Hmm... It has too many scenes which just kind of happen for plot convenience to move it along. Yeah. 
Well, let's... Uh, if we run through a vaguely quick summary of everything that happens in the movie, um, when we open, uh, a character called Tom is a student at uh, some rich boarding school in, uh, I believe we find out it's New Jersey. Yeah, somewhere uh, there. He gets inducted into the local rich uh, kids gang called the Fortunati. The Fortunati. The advantages of which mean that he's basically part of the rich elite. The disadvantages being that he's never allowed to talk to anyone unfortunate again. Now, how exactly that works, uh, because that means that they can't, for example, talk to any of their servants. That's a good point, actually. I didn't think of that. (laughs) The Fortunati doesn't work as a concept. No, it doesn't. Huh. Yeah, that, that does... Forbid communication to butlers, doesn't it? Absolutely. Huh. But it's part of the whole uh, separation of the elite and the proletariat thing Mm. that's going on with the... uh... Yeah, it's basically setting up a minor plot point that is then revisited right at the end. Well, As a kind of a symbolic thing. It's more the theme of the uh, thing itself. The idea is that the... Um, oh god, what are they called? The Lumans uh, are evolved from the elite, whilst the sub... The sub-men. Sub-men are evolved from the poor. Sub-men? God, that is such a name. I don't know why they went with Lumans and sub-men either, but we'll get into that. Lumans. Either way, Tom's father is this... Uh, crackpot inventor and he goes home to find that his father has gone missing and that a device appears out of nowhere saying uh, hey Tom I'm kind of stuck in the future here's my time machine come find me so then for some reason he travels to the year 2003 when the program was made purely so that he can meet his Descendants and pick up a skateboard so that he can be cool and rad and still from the 19th century. Early 20th century. Other than giving uh, Time Kid a pair of sunglasses and a skateboard, was there any point to this scene? I mean, it's... Oh, God. I mean, it's like partly meant to prove the time machine was... A thing, I guess, because he meets his great grandson, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. It also gives the show a cool rad skater girl, but I mean, on that basis, you could just make the main character female, and you'd get the better representation anyway. Or you could make the character from the twenty-first century, and you'd have exactly the same effect. There is literally no reason that Tom should be from 1903 in this thing. To be honest, putting it in such a position makes it even more confusing and bizarre. Yeah. And nonsensical. I really don't know why they kept it. I mean, steampunk's cool, but you see it for five minutes. Regardless, uh, he escapes some thugs there. Uh, He meets some descendants... I guess it shows another divide between the rich and the poor. Regardless, he then finds that his father has left him a clue somehow in the middle of a wall of graffiti. 
that just happens to be standing he just happens to be standing in front of when he said my father isn't here I need to find a clue oh god yeah it's like fucking HS2709 or some bullshit like that isn't it yeah so he jumps forward to 2709 panics because that's for some reason a ice age yeah what the fuck was with that what New was Jersey. even the point of that uh, uh, there was no point to that scene at which point he panics and then flies to the far, far future of... 11 billion or some shit. Uh, 11,902. Ooh. Okay. Now, here's the thing about 11,902. How does he end up in the same place as his father? Because he just panicked and went anywhere. His father didn't leave him a clear in the frozen wasteland. He just... Holy shit. Pulls the lever... Holy shit, I didn't even... And then says, my father should be around here somewhere. I didn't even see that plot hole. Holy shit. (laughs) It doesn't work. None of this works. Wow. It feels like they've tried to shove in a bunch of little vignettes to try and lengthen the running time of the movie. And it hasn't worked properly. Jeez. That's impressive. So anyway, we he arrives in eleven nine oh two, which is ultimately the main place from uh from the time machine. Uh, mankind is split up into the hyper evolved. Uh, I keep wanting to say Eloy. Lumen, the Lumen, who are basically the Eloy from the time machine. Uh, the Eloy being a much better word. I mean, Eloy just reminds me of the nineties. Uh, what is it? Nineties adventure game Lost Eden, which is a game set in a world where dinosaurs still exist, and some of them are also sentient and can communicate with the humans. That's an interesting game, especially considering it starts with the main with one of the main characters who is called Eloy. Hence the reminding thing. And the first line you hear when you start the game is a is Eloy going, my name is Eloy, and I am old. Okay. That's the starting line for your video game. That's 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 the thing that sets you up for the entire thing. My name is Eloy, and I am old. So anyway, the Lumen... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these, uh... Oh, okay, keep going. Hyper-evolved, uh, telekinetic people who are incredibly childlike. Their design reminded me of so many kids' shows from, like, around the mid-2000s. Well, they look anime as heck. Specifically, reminded me a bit of Oban Star Races. Uh, there's a little bit of Skyland in there, maybe. I don't know. Oh, man, fucking Skyland. I wish I could talk about Skyland. That show is fascinating. But anyway. <laughs> um, Anything other than this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who are you? Their society only works because they're brought food by the Submen, mm-hmm. who are... Subway men. Yeah, that they're called the Submen because they live in the subway tunnels. Yeah, which somehow still exist. Yeah, despite it being... They really should be they, collapsed They should have now. collapsed Yeah, they really should have. Um, they're also in the books known as... The books? They're also in the original novelette uh, known as the Morlocks. Which is another much better name. Their society only functions by kidnapping the uh, Lumen 
and using them to power machines, like in the Matrix. It it brings up some worrying things. That does. Okay, tell me the worrying things that brings up. Well, I, I, why, I. Mm. There's a lot of there's a lot of people in the in the uh, power chamber that we see later on. Surely they have enough. What happens if they run out of brain juice and they fucking die? Well, I would assume they die. Oh, you have to remember the original. Well, then you'll run out of lumen. Then what? Uh socialism. Where? <laughs> you have to remember in the original book they were eating the. Uh, oh fuck! The okay, oil. yeah, fair enough. Okay. Th- this is. A desperate attempt to buy, make it more child-friendly by stealing a plot point from the Matrix. So hijinks happen. A the time machine gets stolen. Tom teams up with a uh, a Lumen and a uh, Subman. They basically overthrow society. He wins the end. He goes back home and rejects uh, being one of the Fortunati. Fortunati. That's literally the entire thing. That is the last hour of the program and was it worth it <gasps> no no it really, no, wasn't. It really wasn't um <clears throat> i like some aspects of this yeah it has a strong first half hour comparatively mm. speaking yeah it yeah. then just drags on and on with yeah, abandoned it, subway tunnels it and could have done with being a half hour short it couldn't it and really tries to be uh it it actually does the bloody um, Planet of the Apes thing. It literally gets to a point where, oh my god, that's New York! Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it literally yeah. does it. It was Earth all along. Huh. <laughs> uh. oh. Which should have been obvious. Regardless, it, uh, it doesn't work. It's not very memorable. Uh, the voice acting is terrible. Some of the worst voice acting I've heard in a Deke Pro gram. Well, I mean, your main character is voiced by the son or one of the one of the children of Andy Hayward, Michael Hayward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's he's okay uh, with speaking lines, but when it comes to yeah. anything involving screaming or shock yeah, or surprise, yeah, it's, it's any any sound effects he has to produce. It doesn't work. He just kind of sounds so half assed like, ah, ah, ah. It's basically kind of the amount of effort he puts in. It doesn't really work with the animation. I mean, with any other company, I would uh, put hiring the CEO's son to do uh, voice work as nepotism. Here, I think it was just cheap. Yeah. It's totally. probably I, I just think, the cheapest way of doing it. And also, he couldn't really find anyone within a short space of time, I get the feeling. Could do. Could be. I so mean, just... he'd gotten the kid to do a few other things before, but yeah. mostly minor stuff. Regardless, he's not into voice acting anymore. Uh, instead, he runs a social media app company uh, called Whisper? Something like that. Something like that. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Sure. So, we got anything else to say about this wholly unremarkable piece of entertainment? Other than the fact that it's a wholly unremarkable piece of entertainment? Um, I I mean, I wish I could say I liked some of the design. 
time machine itself looked okay. I feel like the animation style, which is just the generic, like, how it was in the early 2000s for Deke. It looks exactly design-wise like Liberty Skids. I think it actually worked here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it worked here better than it has ever done before with any of other, like, early Deke shows. Yeah, it wasn't too bad on that uh, approach. And also, music's pretty good. To be honest, whenever I see that art style, all I can see is um, a slightly inferior version of uh, Curse of Monkey Island. Because they all have the same hairstyle as yeah, Guybrush Threepwood. Yeah. That slightly angular, coiffed big Yeah, hair. I see it now, yeah. Yeah, the, the game that is like in between the pixel art ones and the 3D ones. Yeah, yeah. the hand-drawn one. Yeah, with Murray the demonic skull yes. yeah i yeah yes i definitely see that now yeah so that always uh <laughs> distracts me from the art in general but yeah it was okay on that regard it's just not very good or interesting so keeping that in mind how are we ranking this one for this nice short episode well here's the thing this is a movie okay which means it has to go in our fourth quadrant okay we've only done two movies so far Okay, was this better or worse than Meet the Deedles? I don't know. (laughs) I genuinely don't know. Would you rather watch this or Meet the Deedles? Probably Meet the Deedles. Would you rather watch this or the weird adult Archie thing? Archie to Riverdale and back. Probably Archie, because that one's got a lot of weird shit going on with it. And it was... I honestly think it was better written. Uh, I'm not sure I entirely agree with you there, but It's this... got the weird adult jughead dancing scene. And That's, when you've got that yeah. going for it, I mean... Well, against it, but it's still more watchable. Going, mm, yeah. Seeing as think... just how incredibly mundane everything is in uh, Time Kid. Plus they call it Time Kid. Yeah. Time kid. I, I think that automatically degrades it down to uh, bottom of the list. Well, which is only third place. There's going yeah. to be plenty more of those on here. So, in at number three on quadrant four, the movie quadrant, that's Time Kid. <laughs> Fucking ace. Well, that's it for this episode, which is good because... My throat is killing me because I have con crud from EGX. Yeah, we are both. We're sorry that just sorting ourselves out from a cold right yeah, now. Yeah, we're sorry that this episode is both late, short, and slightly weird and awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> return to a regular schedule next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it up. We just wanted to get an episode out there just to let people know it's not over. We just... So we watched Time Kid. Yeah, we love. Let's watch a movie. Let's do a nice, easy episode. It'll be fine. No, no, it, no. it wasn't. It was not fine. Anyway, yeah, we're off to go get lamb sips. So, uh, see you later. <laughs> you can. Find what do you mean outro? I'm hold not on, doing an on, outro. On, no. What are you on about outro? We don't do outro. You can anymore. find us in all the usual places. And next month it's Halloween. Woo, spooky. Bye. <laughs> Good fucking outro. (laughs)